This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. I'm Matt. And I'm Mac. And this is Sip of Success. So good morning, Matt. How are you doing? It's a bright and early Monday morning for us. I know it is. It's nice out though today. It is. It feels so good. I'm going to wear a sweatshirt and just love my life. You know, when I go to work, it'll it'll work out. It's going to be cold in the library. I won't have to sweat on my walk back. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I know. It's, it's oddly uh, chilly today. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, I'm so ready for it. I'm ready for fall. I'm not ready for the other stuff. No, uh -uh. but I know it's been, it's Uh been very chilly, especially I know in the library, it's freezing in there. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything you're sipping on yet? I have, I have not yet. So I'm a little out of it. (laughs) I had a um, energy drink. I think I'm going to have to get myself another cup of coffee because, whew, gosh, it really is just, It'll kill you. Just tiredness <laughs> all <know>. the time. <laughs> well, I don't have my coffee. Anymore. I don't have it yet. I'm low on energy right now. But once we get back, I know we haven't been since we're we're all still on Zoom, guys. So we're not together. But mm-hmm. when we are, we'll start doing. I'll start bringing coffee and again back for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think our, my next yes, I know. Like, is peace piece wise. Oh yeah, I've I've heard of Peacewise. I've heard it's yeah, really good. We've never had Peacewise either on here, so that'll be our next one. But what are we talking about today, Mac? Budgeting on a small paycheck. Yeah, so I feel like this is most college students yeah, that are every, that are budgeting is you either have no income or you have mm-hmm. some sort of small income, and that can too be. Not just like from a small job, but if your parents are giving you an allowance, that can be your income as well. So I feel like very yeah. rarely do you get college students that are making normal amounts of money. But it makes sense because who has time to work a full-time job? So Yeah, nobody. Well, maybe right now some people do, you know, with everything. Uh, moving online, it might make it a little bit easier. But at the same time, like nobody's really hiring, so... Yeah. Also, I think one big thing I want to talk about today is people have budgets or make money over the summer from part-time jobs and you have to kind of make that last. So how do you make, you know, your five grand you made over the summer from working and waitressing or being a waiter and make Mm -hmm. that last over six months until like Christmas break. So we'll talk about that too. But the first thing like with any budgeting conversation I like to talk about is building a budget that works for you and going off that is basically like what budgeting tool are you going to use? So Mac, I don't know if how you budget, like what you use, but how do you track your expenses? So I'm not going to lie to you, Matt. I don't really budget. Um, but what I do, um, what I do do, I guess, is I put 30% of every paycheck or every like amount of money I get into savings. So like if my mom gives me 20 bucks, right. For, for whatever reason, just to, she says, she makes up some excuse, you know, to give you money like your parents do. I'll put um, however much, I guess that's probably six bucks. 
yeah, six bucks, I'll put it into savings. Um, so that's actually really helped me grow my savings. Now, as far as budgeting goes, not that I don't think about it. It's just that it's not really an issue with, for me because I like work over the summer and I don't really spend that much money out. Like I'll spend money on food and things. Um, but I don't really track it anyway. I've thought, I've looked into like Mint and all the apps that we've mentioned on here before, but you know, it's really hard, especially because I don't pay my rent. It's, it's difficult to like, or like Wi-Fi or utilities, it's difficult to use those apps, I feel like, because there's not one dedicated to more like spending money, you know, like uh-huh. it's, it's, um, or like my parents, my mom will give me the, the rent check or whatever. I'll put it, I'll deposit it and it'll count it as my paycheck. But like, that's not money that's mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely think someone, if anybody's listening out there, you should definitely make like a college student budget of like minimal expenses you know i guess the small budget budget yeah a lot of times college expenses is just discretionary expenses which is your your fun stuff so like eating out mm-hmm. and things like that and plus i know you're you're studying all the time so when do you have time to spend money <laughs> yeah not, not a lot but you know you'd be surprised with all the coffee in the library it can get expensive yeah small stuff adds up for sure mm-hmm. i know coffee's a hard one even for me to because I, I enjoy getting coffee. So but that's yes. what they say. Always cut out the small stuff first. But going off of like building a budget that works for you. So I use an app. I know we've talked about them before. I use two apps. I use Mint, which is like the biggest budgeting app out there. And then, or just, you know, just general tracking expenses too. It's a great app to use. And then I also use Clio. Mm-hmm. Which I, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one that uses like AI to text you like what money you have in your budget and stuff like that. So it's pretty neat. I kind of use it because it's neat because you can text and be like, how much money did I spend at Walmart last month? And it'll like text you back how much you spent and things like that. So it's pretty neat when you're like looking for like small, like specific things like that. So it's kind of a use. That's what kind of use both of them. And then on top of that, like I'll occasionally, well, like what I do at the beginning of the semester is kind of like write out my budget, like how much do I want to spend each? Because I do by week usually. So yeah, so I have like $40 for groceries a week, um, mm-hmm. $30 for like eating out and things like that. So just before going into like the semester or whatever like time of year it is and writing it out before I go and put it into my app. Mm-hmm. But also some people use, you know, spreadsheets and things like that. So just finding however, like, is best for you to track your expenses. And you'll mm-hmm. come up with some sort of system to track your money and things like that is, mm-hmm. you know, some people do it on paper, some people will do it on like a whiteboard. So up to you. Yeah, I think that's definitely, I've never thought about doing it on um, a whiteboard or paper, but I guess that's probably a pretty good idea especially for those of us with like variable expenses but I feel like it's difficult because what makes those apps so nice is you can just link them to your bank and you categorize them yourself you know like you don't have to Mm -hmm. put in as much effort as you do when you write it down yeah no it does yeah when you're you know it's you're thinking about it as you're doing it kind of like I guess like Mm. with notes in class when -hmm. you're like actually writing it out it like kind of registers more with what you're spending and things like that, which I think, I mean, it definitely even with me, like it's better to write it out because you think about it more than, especially when you're using a credit card or a debit card and you're just swiping away. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but moving on to the next thing. So like budgeting with a small budget, I think most college students are in this situation. Like, you know, 
I make, I'd say like a hundred bucks a week on average. So, but I think you brought up a really good point was putting away a percentage of your budget. So they yeah. actually have the 50, 30, 20 budget, which is a budget you can look up. It's kind of like a, like a method of budgeting, but basically you put away 30% of your money to savings right off the bat. So that's a really good way, even when you have a small budget, to just get into the habit of saving 30%. Hey, and the reason it's cool. so important, yeah. The reason it's so important to budget, even with when you're only making like a hundred bucks a week, or making like an allowance of two hundred bucks a month, something like that, is once you get in the habit of doing small things like that. Like if you can save thirty percent of your the money you're making in college with a small income, it's going to be a mm. lot easier for you to do it when you're making fifty thousand dollars right out of college at a full time job. Yeah, so exactly. Like, and I mean. People don't think about things like, um, like down payments, or I guess not down payments. What is it called, Matt? When you when you rent an apartment and you don't have a guarantor, you oh, have to have deposit? like ten percent or whatever. But yes. I don't think it's the deposit. I think it's the amount. It's the amount you have to have in like your bank account, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, people don't think about like in having an emergency expense because I think students in college, especially, I see, think you know I'm gonna make all this money. Mm-hmm. And it's just for me to like go out and spend. But if you can't save 20% of your or 30% of your $100 paycheck for a week, then what makes you think that you're not going to do that when you're making a paycheck of two grand a month? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So getting into the, it's really budgeting is all about your habits. And a big part of that is not just what you're spending, but what you're saving as well. So getting into the habit of it now and saving that money for your savings account is a really good way to, you know, set yourself up for success in the future. And if you fail now on a small budget, you know, you're learning over time. And that way, when you do go off and get a real job with, you know, a large amount of money, it'll be a lot easier because you've already made the mistakes on a small scale. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um Exactly. I think that's a, you bring up a great point, Matt. Like we kind of mentioned last week too, especially with everything going on, it's a good idea to, or it should get your gears going like, Ooh, like the, all of these horrible things are happening in the world. Maybe I should have like a buffer. Yeah. No, I think with COVID it was like a wake up call for people to have an emergency budget and emergency. Mm. I know we've talked about it before, but emergency, not emergency budget, but emergency savings is having like a, I have a separate account for mine, but that's kind of like obsessive, but having three months worth of expenses. So like mm-hmm. if you lose your job or like if something like COVID happens when, you know, a lot of people were out of work for three months because of like lockdowns and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you've got the money there to spend on your basic necessities. Oh, I was just going to say, I think three months is great, but I know for people our age, it's definitely going to be really difficult to do. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. You know, I think college just having like a hundred, two hundred bucks in there is a good mm-hmm. way to, you know, have like a buffer. Yeah, I um, agree. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like moving on to like the next thing, I think with just daily budgeting with a small budget is a big thing. Like you were mentioning, is what students are spending money on is like coffee, food, things like that. Especially right now, like eating out. And I feel like one thing with coming back to school finally after like what was it like five months of not being here and like being stuck at home and everything being open is like I'm like I don't want to pass up on opportunities to go hang out with friends and eat out places 
mm-hmm. you know, because they feel like we've been starved of that a little bit. Exactly. I agree, Matt. That's months. made it definitely difficult. Mm-hmm. But food spending is a, probably like, I know some people like love to online shop or just go and shop. And that's like one thing, but I feel like a majority of people is food spending because it's, you know, you think 12 bucks here or six bucks here for a sandwich, but it adds up over time. Like, just like you were saying, like with coffee, it all adds up. So mm-hmm. you really have to be mindful about what you're spending when you're eating out. So, you know, having a budget for yourself to eat out. And I think going off this too is like looking though, like what you're buying at the grocery store, having a budget there to spend and making sure that you're kind of like meal prepping or not even necessarily meal prepping, but thinking ahead of what you're going to eat and thinking your week out. So that way you're not spending, you know, last minute and you're going out to get a sandwich somewhere for seven bucks. Um, Or you're thinking like, I'm definitely going to go out to eat like on Friday or Saturday somewhere, you know, probably spend 15 bucks on dinner. So not buying food for that night just so saving a little money at the grocery store, knowing that you're going to be eating out this night. So it's all about like not trying to necessarily save as much money as possible with the budget, but a big part of the budget is planning out and having a plan Mm -hmm. that goes thinking about what you're going to do for the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. I think, I think absolutely. Um, And it's, especially when it's hard for sort of go grocery shopping as much as we want, but now that everything's online, it's making it easier. So if you are like, okay, like I know I only, I don't like to eat the same thing over and over again, then okay, great. Go grocery shopping Monday and Thursday, right? That gives you like a decent point in the week where you can go and get something from Aldi or wherever. Um, As long as you can watch yourself and make sure that you're not spending too much money, that would be like a really good way to kind of watch yourself and make sure that you're not spending money out on food. You know, if you want Chinese food, okay, well that would be 10 bucks, but you could go get a week's worth of or three days worth of Chinese food from Aldi for, for that much money. Yeah. And I think one thing too, Aldi's like a great store to go to, but is prepping. I know I don't like to cook, so I do like frozen meals, but like Aldi and Trader Joe's have, and like, I feel like a lot of stores now have a lot of good, like frozen stuff or like Mm. pre-made stuff, which is, you know, maybe it's going to be a little more expensive than like making it from scratch, Mm. but it's a lot cheaper than going out to eat. Even if you're going to like one of these cheap college places off campus to eat for eight, seven bucks. Because that, in the end of the day, adds up. Because if you eat out for two meals a day, so you go to get a bagel and a coffee, that's six bucks. And then you go to get a sandwich for dinner, that's another eight bucks. So you're spending like 15 bucks a day right there. And then over the course of a week, you're already spending right there over a hundred bucks. You're spending like $105 just eating out. Whereas you could go to the grocery store probably and get eat out maybe three times that week. And then go to the grocery store and spend 30 or $40 on food. And you're right there cutting your, your food bill in half by just cutting out like a few or not eating out for every single meal and making some food at home. So I feel like yeah. that is a huge, is a huge part of the college budget is like the eating out aspect, especially when you don't have a lot of money to spend is planning out your, your food and planning out what you're going to be spending at the grocery store and what you're going to, when you're going to be eating out is a huge, makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Totally. Absolutely. And you know, there's ways to be able to go out and do things with your friends. Um, I know a lot of places, like I, I believe Publico and some of the places in the Vista, they'll do like happy hours, right? So it's like half price appetizers and drinks. So there's definitely ways that you can still go and have fun with your friends, 
but just kind of keeping your your budget in mind um and maybe making sure oh hey I make my my lunch for lunch every day and then um for dinner on Thursdays I go to my friends to this half price appetizers or half price um there's a place downtown that also does half price burgers you know there's always deals that you can find to still kind of enjoy your life but just do it a little bit more frugally yeah most Mondays right <laughs> yeah most Mondays so seriously figuring out yeah like that's a good I didn't even think about that is like figuring out if you are going to eat out like what specials there are and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I always say too like if you're I have friends that want to go eat out like these nice places sometimes or not necessarily nice but nice for like a college student but you know making a suggestion maybe you guys should go somewhere else to eat like and try and save a little money I don't think anyone's gonna especially right now no one's gonna be like why like why are you trying to save money like anything like that so, or even coming up with alternatives, instead of going out to eat with your friends, maybe you guys can like cook something at home and make something like a, like a fun meal at home instead. And it's definitely mm-hmm. going to save you a little bit of money, but going off of like food and things like that to kind of wrap up everything, I would say if you're really struggling with your spending, obviously a big part of it is like psychology. I feel like we've kind of been saying it's like, but tricking your brain when you're writing stuff down into like making it register. But a big part too of like the psychology of spending is when you have a credit or debit card, you're not, you don't have anything really physical. You're just swiping. So you kind of have like imaginary money. So, it, it, I mean, it's done on purpose, obviously like banks and financial, you know, financial world wants you to spend more. So when you're spending with a debit card or a credit card, it doesn't register as it, as much as if you're spending with cash. Now it depends on the person again, but a really good way to kind of save money if you're not, if you're really struggling is I did this my freshman year, it really helped me save a ton of money, but carrying around cash instead, a set amount of cash either for the week, saying you have only $50 to spend for the week or doing it where you have, you know, this kind of called the envelope system, but having in either like a jar or different envelopes and having a set amount of cash for different weight areas you're going to spend in. So maybe having $40 in an envelope for the grocery store, $30 in an envelope for eating out $30 for um, coffee. So setting aside cash either at the beginning of the week or the beginning of the month of a set amount of cash that you can spend. It's obviously a little bit harder now because a lot of there's like a coin shortage and stuff like that. And then, Mm. Also, one thing is a lot of places are moving to cashless, which mm. is hard because they want you to spend more money, which is why they're going cashless. It's not, and it's also easier for them. But the cash system and like using an envelope method is a really good way to hone in on your spending if you're really struggling with trying to budget with, you know, if you've tried it beforehand and it just doesn't work out. If you're using a credit or debit card, that might be like an issue is you just kind of don't think necessarily what you're spending when you're using that credit card or debit card. Mm-hmm. Totally, Matt. I think that's, that's definitely a, a good thing to do. You're right, though. The coin shortage is making it hard on everybody to do that. But I love the cash envelope system. I've always thought about doing it, but I know me, I would lose my head if it wasn't screwed on. So I'd hate to lose all my money for the month. Yeah, no, it's definitely, um, it's it's a hard one to do, but it definitely can help you like save money, but also just get into the habit of saving money so that when Mm -hmm. you do go back to using your debit or credit card, you're just a little bit more aware of what you're spending. And again, Mm -hmm. it's just, it comes down to really finding what works for you when it does come to budgeting. 
but I know we've been talking kind of about like budgeting with a small budget, but I think the last point to squeeze in would be like, if you're really need strapped for cash is you can always, you know, increasing your income. And if that means working an extra shift at work or working a weekend, you know, it might, and then, you know, at the same time, if you're working a weekend shift, that's another opportunity for you to not go out and spend money instead of you're making money. I know like you, Mac, you kind of have your own side hustle and I know it's hard, but did Mike make decisions like that to, you know, sacrifice yeah. your social life to work more and things like that. But if you're really struggling with money or like, want, or just want more money to spend, that's definitely your, your first and really like only option to making more money is to work that extra shift or figure out, you know, what's your side hustle going to be. Yeah, totally. So my side hustle is I private tutor. Um, so it's been honestly really good. I, I never thought, you always see people saying like, market your skills or whatever. And I was like, I'm not, I don't have any skills. Like I can't do it. I literally cannot do Excel. I can barely type. Like, what can I do? But you know, you have to kind of think about it creatively and think, okay, well, in my case, I may be trying to go to med school, but I'm really good at English. So it's something easy. It's something that won't take very much time off my day. And it's something that there's a need for, right? Student helping students with their essays, um, stuff like that. So, <coughs> excuse me. Dude, there's also like, you know, Uber Eats, DoorDash, um, heck, Uber. Uh, I've seen people do like, um, what's that grocery store one? I forget. Ooh, Matt, do you know what I'm talking I, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. I do about. too, yeah. but it's really good. A lot of people make good money on it. And, you know, um, even if it's you give up one Saturday and make, I've seen people give up Saturdays and make $500 on Uber Eats, you know, just because they're doing it all day long. If that's what you need to do to make your rent, then that's what you need to do. Do you think I want to go after working almost around 15 hours a week at my normal job and then having class and then writing essays and then go help like students do their homework? No, but do I do it for my own financial security? Yes. You know, it's, it's just one of those things you kind of have to welcome to the adult world, I guess. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I didn't even think about like, there's a lot of companies out there now that you can get like your side hustling I guess like Uber Eats mm. and things like that I know a lot of kids that did that over like quarantine and things like that that was definitely yeah. a big one well and I think but, people are especially with you know quarantine having happened a lot of people are um they don't want to go out as much so capitalize on that I mean there are a lot of people who don't want to go grocery shopping for fear of you know coronavirus in the grocery store which is fine but for someone our age it's probably not going to do anything horrible to us so if you go to the grocery store and pick up groceries for someone to make 30 bucks like you know it, it might be worth it you just got to kind of weigh your pros and cons yeah but definitely there's a lot of uh going off back to like the low income there's a lot of resources and articles out there about surviving on a small income and a lot mm. you know to base for college students because if you're reading anything about budgeting in college you know they know those articles all come and assume already that you're either not making any money or you have a small budget to begin with from a side job. So there's a lot of things out there to read about. We, I you know we kind of just skim the surface, but I think really it comes down to finding something that works for you and realizing that you're going to make mistakes while you're doing it. I, uh, you know, I still do with my budget, make mistakes or like spend money where I, you know, and break my budget, but realizing it and overcoming that um, and just sticking to it and having persistence with your budget. And that's, you know, how you, have a successful budget and save money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally not. I think this is, this is a pretty good episode. I mean, it's definitely difficult, but hopefully we've given you guys some good advice on 
what you can do. Yeah, well, thank you guys for listening. And again, fo- make sure to follow us on Instagram at sip.of.success for mm-hmm. updates. But we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week.